All right, we are live for a little morning check-in and uh, off to a uh, a rough start already in the AM, but uh, nevertheless, want to check in um, and just go through some of the headlines early morning, share my thoughts on some things as well as take a look at some figures in the markets and uh, see what's happening out here uh, in the early AM. So this is my attempt to try to get more stories in throughout the day, uh, things that catch my attention. So let me know uh, in the chat if you guys can hear me. Apologize for running behind. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> uh, I always trying to iron out the kinks on my side, but welcome. Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's off to a great Monday morning. And as always, man, won't be long. Just want to connect, share with you some things that caught my attention and uh, basically just pave the way for, you know, for the rest of the day. And then this evening we'll check in for the, uh, live talk where you guys get a chance to call in, let your voice be heard. So in the chat, if you guys don't mind, let me know where you're watching from and definitely uh, support the channel by hitting that thumbs up button. And we're going to try to have some fun this morning, just going through some things caught my attention. <laughs> and I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on a variety of things as well. So uh, let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Joey says in the Fed. Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, we got LBP checking in. Ed says, Big Mike, what's up, my friend? Uh, hello from Seattle. How you doing? Good morning. Uh, Johnny B says, Martin Armstrong predicts mass awareness of the sheep realizing government corruption. Um, yeah, but at the question is, at this point, uh, you know, what, what difference will it make, if any? You know, at this current moment, if you're not awake and aware as to what's going on, you know, it's it's. You know, it's never it's never too late. But then again, the chance of you actually being able to, um, you know, mentally prepare yourself and begin shifting your paradigm, because a lot of this stuff that we're witnessing, we've been talking about this for years and whatever lies ahead in the future. It takes more than just a day or two or interview or two to really wrap your head around the change that that, that could come. And that change has a lot to do with, you know, centered around our currency, the world's revaluing of it as well as the downshifting of our standard of living here in the U.S. in particular uh, when it comes to the monetary financial uh, shift that's underway. So Joel said, yo, Mikey, check in from Austin. How you doing, my friend? Uh, we got Joy from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Appreciate you, man. Uh, we got Jeff says a uh, comment from a sunny, uh, was that Bradenton, Florida? All right. Good morning, people. Good, good morning. So, uh, well, yeah, today just, you know, doing things a little different, man. I'm trying to, you know, reinvigorate that excitement on my side, man, uh, when it comes to connecting and uh, being just, you know, getting growing uh, as a uh, uh, analyst, content creator, whatever I call myself. And so uh, as always, man, for, for my people out here, I want to definitely be of service. Uh, we got uh, 2020 lens from New Hampshire. How you doing, my friend? Daryl checking in from Indiana. All right. Good amount of people checking in, man. Appreciate you guys. Bougie prepper. So what I want to start off with, um, it's just some good news, some good news. And I'm going to, you know, trying to iron, trying to figure out how I want to swing things. But, uh, the good news that I'm referring to happens to be, you know, starting off with my daily devotional amongst, you know, trying to get into the word of God, just to really, uh, kick things off. That's how I start my day. And so I figure there might be other people who might be interested in the same. So real quick, this, as you got to see here, this is today's devotional and it's entitled delays. And it starts off with a piece of scripture says that, you know, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes wait for the Lord. And this is out of Psalms 27, 14. And as I thumb through this real quick, just something to ponder to get your morning started. And it says here, it is exceedingly difficult to see what you desire and not be able to reach for it. Perhaps the Lord has given you a promise about 
about what you hope for, but in preventing, but in, but it's preventing you from pursuing it at this moment. And David faced such delays. God promised David will become king of Israel, 1 Samuel 16, but David waited more than two, two decades and endured uh, many trials before he took the throne. Samuel, two seconds, Samuel five, though it was just within his grasp. Yet even David uh, recognized this was for the development of his character. Psalm 119.71. This is why David could confidently counsel, wait for the Lord, quote unquote. We knew that he knew that no matter how long it took, God would be faithfully, God would faithfully fulfill his promise. I'm trying to read fast yet comprehend at the same time. It says, friend. The father hasn't forgotten you or denied your request, but he won't, he won't allow this opportunity to pass without working faith into your soul. Every moment of delay is a chance to express your trust in his unfailing character and for him to develop yours. So be strong, trust in him, and wait for the Lord. And the closing prayer for this here is, Lord, I trust you. Help me wait on you with patience and faith. Amen. So that is a good word for this morning. And I hope that is of encouragement to somebody out there. And so uh, outside of, uh, you know, strengthening yourself spiritually in the morning, that's kind of how I start my day. And I thought I would share with you what came across my way. Hope it's a blessing to you. If it is, hit that thumbs up. And of course, as always, before I move forward, man, I got to acknowledge my people who uh, support the channel and make this possible. And that's my people over at fourpatriots.com. And so real quick here, just want to remind people, you never know who might be coming in late, but uh, the idea of preparedness. Uh, and so if you go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD, you get a chance to take advantage of some of the emergency survival food opportunities. So they change this very often. So it's an opportunity for people to get their food, energy sources, and a variety of other things here. So check them out at fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD. The link to this is in the description if you are interested in finding out more. So take advantage of that, people. All right. Uh, so what I was peeping at this morning, uh, the crypto space. and so. Uh, just get into some of the market activity real quick. Um, of course, I follow this space here heavily just because as I was thinking about uh, how this channel originally started, it started on the fact that, you know, our monetary policy was shifting. The dollar is no different than Argentina peso and everything like that, other than our reserve status. And I'm like, OK, when it comes to precious metals, gold and silver, we all know that that is true money and is the best way to protect and preserve purchasing power already earned. But I dive into the Bitcoin crypto space, you know, over a decade ago with the idea of how to uh, appreciate or how to take advantage of and profit semi off of this transition. And so that's why that crypto space has been something that uh, has caught my attention just because it is here to stay, whether you like it or not. It is officially a um, authorized financial product, i.e. with all these ETFs. So there will be a lot of activity in this space, first and foremost, before gold and silver. Uh, have their run because gold and silver having their run means the end of the current monetary system and they don't want that. So I do keep an eye on this. And so I do check the charts daily just to see what's going on. And as of right now, Ethereum, which is the second leading cryptocurrency or whatever, happens to be doing quite well. And it's at 2,900 with Bitcoin around 52,000. So uh, everybody has their own viewpoints on this particular sector here. But you know, I, I feel very confident in saying that these numbers here will go a lot higher before gold and silver. And so having some type of exposure, you know, play it at play at it at your own will. But there will be opportunities in this space, I believe. 
and then just jump over to the gold and silver market real quick as you guys can see here <laughs> silver is the achilles heel of the monetary system so when it flies that means everything else is broken the world will be in a complete pandemonium so you know i, I gotta yeah i got some thoughts about that but as you guys can see here you know opening markets 9 30 as always Whoop, whoop. crime x opens up and now we at 22 22 98 as it says here $23 look at this this is just you know that ratio you know what is it like 1 to 90 90 to 1 right now it's very um it's very uh fraudulent very skewed but we got gold at 2016 and as always once the market's open it slammed down but then again they, they would prefer the crypto space to uh do a little bid up and then also let's check into the equities markets for people who are heavily vested in this sector here. I personally, I don't uh, have much confidence in it just because, uh, you know, as of right now, no one is really investing. It's more so speculating, more day trading, more algorithmic type of activity. The idea of a young person buying something on here and being able to cash out 30, 40 years from now, we don't know what the world will look like then. Nevertheless, what the valuation of these companies will be and what it will be denominated in because the Federal Reserve note will not be the same uh, at the end of this decade as it is now and it will not it definitely will not be the reserve currency so what type of value would it offer you as far as being able to enjoy the fruits of your early investment of this i'll leave that alone but technology sector as we can see is down we got uh healthcare is doing well due to the pharmaceutical industrial complex and all the illness stuff happening right now and then with communications uh google's down a little bit the financial sector, I think, is going to be one of the biggest ones because it's all about keeping confidence in the banks. And as of right now, what we got here going on? Let me zoom in some. Uh, we got uh, Credit Services Bank. Oh, I'm not getting no highlights on this one. Uh, something's happening. Give me a second. Anyway, but it's a lot more red and green in the bigger portion of the equity markets here. And so that Magnificent 7 right now is not opening up too well. Google, NVIDIA, Mac uh, Microsoft, and Apple. So... Uh, Meta's down. So, you know, this is just what's happening early morning. Everything is subject to change. And so let's get into some of the headlines, man, things that caught my attention. And so with this morning check-in, the goal is to just uh, share with you some things that's trending more than likely and uh, go from there. So what we got here, uh, Trucker Monday. And so I saw this uh, yesterday and this is following, you know, one of the truckers who put out a video basically saying that uh, he has gotten permission from his employer to basically just not take loads heading to New York. And this is all about the uh, Trump president Trump verdict and how they're literally trying to continue to throw curveballs his way, making it very challenging for him to run a, uh, a true campaign. But there's a lot of things that really got me questioning uh, this whole Trump mania, man. Um, and I'm going to go to the next slide to reveal more of that. But this guy basically said, you know, F around to find out pro-Trump truckers boycott NYC after a civil fraud verdict. And so here we have a lot of people, uh, I, you know, I, I, once again, you guys kind of know where I stand. I'm apolitical in reference to this whole two-system paradigm that we've been sold with the candidates already been pre-selected. And the fact that we have President Trump. Uh, who is the Republican frontrunner by default because everybody else is unworthy of being in this position. But then again, on the Democratic side, there's nothing good there either. So it's kind of we're stuck with the best of both worlds and neither one of them taking us in a direction that's going to be uh, promising for our future just because the monetary system is crumbling. So 
the fact that you have a lot of people still believing that this is our only one and only pathway because that's how they've painted this out to be. Like they've given us these options and we have just been solely relying upon these two pathways, whether you go left or right, whether you're on the right side or left side, they're still going in the same direction. So it's just unfortunate where I, I don't have any confidence in this current political structure, the monetary structure, or pretty much, pretty much anything in this current realm that offers me a, a hope for a you know bright and wonderful future for the future generation, just because of all the things I just mentioned. And you know, so here we got now the city of New York. It will probably definitely be impacted if trucks aren't going there. It means goods and services aren't being brought in. Therefore, it sets the stage for more pandemonium, more chaos in New York outside of all the migration issues and the extreme cost of just living in that area in general. Uh, will definitely lead to some type of, uh, uh, God forbid, civil unrest, but a lot of mad New Yorkers where they're going to eventually flee. I've seen uh, posts where there's companies already talking about getting out, even more than the ones that left one, two, three years ago. So the city of New York, they did this to themselves by going woke. You go woke, you go broke. So it's going to really cause problems for New Yorkers. So I wish you guys the best, man. If you've got any, any New Yorkers in the community, uh, let me know your thoughts on this situation and let me know what you're seeing in the grocery stores throughout this week. If it gets to this, this is going to be a, probably an ongoing thing. And we're only in uh, mid-February. So curious to get your thoughts on this, but this is something that you know we're going to hear more about. And if it doesn't make things worse, here's something that really should make you wonder. When I first saw this, I thought it was a joke. I was really wondering, like, you know, okay, what in the world is going on with this? Trump debut, debuts own brand 399 shoes at a sneaker con. And I'm like, our world's coming up, falling apart at the seams. Things don't make sense. There's so much uncertainty. And he just got dropping a shoe. And from the looks of it, it's not even a shoe that he will even wear. And it's like, who are you targeting? Why are you targeting this? And this to me is a a sign of an individual who comes from many walks of life. He's an actor. He's a politician now. He's an investor. He's just, a, he has a lot going on for him. And right now, his platform that covers all those areas is, is huge now. So the fact that he's taking advantage of it is a great marketing tool from a businessman perspective. But then again, witnessing our country implode in real time to drop shoes. And I could see if it was like something that the world needed. But these golden shoes with a T on them and to stand behind it as like, you know, people, you know, people are struggling. You know, a good, not a good, I would say a lot of his new fan base coming over from the woke party are the ones that, are not doing as well, they're not going to be going out and buying shoes. You might get some of the MAGA hat wearers, you know, for the upcoming rallies and stuff like that. They'll wear these shoes. But at the end of the day, like, do the world need this? Along with a, you know, bit, bit, you know, with a Trump you know, NFT that he made, what, two or three million Ethereum worth of Ethereum, which he's still holding on, I believe. And then you got, you know, Donald Trump coin and Donald Trump this, like all his paraphernalia. To me, just shows he's taking advantage of his of his platform or whoever is working with him, and he's profiting off of his status while our country's crumbling. That that doesn't sit well with me. I don't know about you, but you know, let me know in the chat if it sits well with you. Maybe it might, and maybe it won't. I don't know. But once again, 
like these things here are things that we should definitely, uh, you, know, you know, it should make you really read into this. Like, you know, this guy's taking advantage of his platform. Okay, sure, whatever. Next story. Um, Iran is back in the headlines. Uh, they're itching. They're itching. Um, the way things are trending, it's good to say that you know, come March next month, like every month in the remainder of this year, there's going to be there's going to be events or some type of story that will captivate the masses the mainstream media will run with it but just this story here iranian regime interfered in 2020 like why are they going backwards why would they like to go backwards because once again look at this word <laughs> iranian <laughs> they iran is the target of choice to distract and dumb down the masses but just this headline was worth sharing just because every clue they throw out of us indicates what they want to see more war more debt more destruction interfered in 2020 presidential election the week uh before election so i'm not even going to it but people just love to talk about this and then here's another one know what we got here's another one so i didn't get a chance to see this but this was trending uh looks like 60 minutes last night i didn't see it but this is just a sound bite it says the houthis could not pull off the attacks in the red sea without what's that word again Iranian support says Navy Admiral Brad Cooper. So just continue to throw out Iranian lets us know it's building up that that war drum. They beating them hard so that whenever that whenever things reach the peak crescendo, which is the nuclear enrichment, they have I think I heard they have they start off with 64 or so, you know, nuclear enrichment, you know, whatever. Now there's two, three thousand, four, five thousand. Uh, nuclear enriched um, centrifuges, apparently, which can help them prepare their nuclear weaponry, and they got ballistic missile stuff development, and they're just they're just giving us all this information that Biden's funding has helped right in time. Anyway, that's just what's happening. Uh, let me get to that next story here. Um, the unions. Let's not forget about the unions. They're the primary subject matter for all the. Uh, they're they're leading the way in Main Street to help the working class, the bread and backbone of our country, demand for more. They're, the unions are the ones highlighting the problems on Main Street for the average investor. Mind you, who funds the unions? Who are the unions' primary backers and who the union backs are the politicians that pass these draconian-type laws that make it very difficult for your average working person? Says U.S. unions target the housing affordability crisis as their biggest issue. So, the unions are getting involved, basically highlighting the prices, the, the the price discrepancy that is caused by the monetary authorities and the powers that be. But real quick, it says organized labor across the country now is setting its sights on housing costs as rents and mortgages continue to soar. So everybody's complaining about how unaffordable things are never pointing at the primary reason why that is that is the distortion between monetary policy and the fiscal indebtedness of our government and how if the central bank did support the fiscal deficits then there will be no american way of life because it's all been based upon credit and future promises to pay which now it's time to pay and there's no way of paying it so the day of reckoning is currently happening and so the unions, as well as all the other entities, will bring as many distractions our way to keep people dumbed down as to the real cause, which is the Federal Reserve System and all the things that come from fractional reserve lending. And you get the rest of it. But 
expect to hear more strikes, more picket fences, more people complaining about the affordability of life. But it all starts with the currency. All right. Here's what's happening. Uh, Keep an eye on the World Economic Forum and what they are working towards, which is the planned pandemic treaty. So here's an interesting headline from Tedros, the Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates puppet. And uh, this is from the 18th. He posted this. Thank you, Secretary Hillary Clinton, for a great discussion on global health challenges, including the pandemic preparedness and the pandemic accord. So when you see these type of people getting together, these people, in my opinion, are the front men for the principalities and powers at play right now. And these people here, the plans they're concocting would not be good for humanity, but they're smiling with joy in their hearts and their face as to what they have planned for you and I. And so God forbid they succeed. We need to pray against stuff like this. But then again, uh, we have to go down that uncomfortable road, which will definitely lead to persecution and times of tribulation, which are needed to get us to our final destination. Destination. So once again, what they're concocting uh, is not going to be pretty. But let me share with you uh, what is unfolding. And so this is very alarming. And so this is coming out of Australia, primarily. This is urgent health alert as a deadly health situation spreads after a highly contagious traveler visits major airport. So this is the weekend. This is Saturday. And so out of Melbourne airport, somebody landed down who has the measles. <laughs> and so they give you the typical protocol. But. Once again, it's it's one event after the next dealing with the health situation, all designed to make sure that this type of stuff here becomes a norm. And of course, I got more stuff I could talk about how the EU is really ramping up their, their desire to make sure that the digital passport situation is ready and all the things that it includes. So these are things that's happening right now, right before our very eyes, where they would love to see this stuff develop and grow and move forward. So. And on to another story here. This could be more doom and gloom type of events for the dollar. It looks like the U.S. Justice Department is coercing other nations to utilize confiscated Russian funds. And this 500,000 is very small. But then again, those funds belong to another nation and they're denominated in USD terms. So this will only put more pressure on the need to move away from dollar-denominated platforms, i.e. the SWIFT, and the usage and continual expansion of alternative payment structures, currency swaps, bilateral and interoperable uh, payment platforms. But Justice Department transfers approximately 500000 in forfeited Russian funds to Estonia for benefit of Ukraine. So not only has that um, Ukrainian, Israel, Gaza, all-inclusive care package of was it 70, 65, 85 billion? I think it's going to stall right now due to the, the, them needing to work out the finalities of sending taxpayer funds. So in the meantime, they're going to free up all Russian funds to support Ukraine. So this 500,000 will probably end up in Zelensky's pocket. But then again, it's just the thought that U.S. government is for sending Russia's funds to Ukraine. So put yourself in Putin's shoes as well as China and every other nation that have large reserves in USD. And if you don't play ball, what could happen to you? 
So it's in your best interest, just like it is in our best interest here as U.S. citizens to also consider that these sanctions that are being put on Russia, Iran, and all these all the sex sanction nations, because they haven't played ball with the U.S. global establishment, they have been deemed uh, unfit to use U.S. payment structures. And so look at yourself as a U.S. citizen. This is how I kind of look at myself. Like the weaponization of the Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the dollar, uh, will only come back to hurt us because we are the primary holders because it's our it's my national currency. It's my legal tender currency. So if I see them weaponizing against other nations, they're basically quasi weaponizing it against me. And so to protect myself, I think the best thing that I can do is to a understand where things are heading, B, understand where we've come from and what true monetary literacy, a.k.a. Uh, a dollar looks like in the form of the a purity of go to silver and the weight thereof constitutes sound money and the need to really remind people continuously that the our government we're sabotaging ourselves del deliberately those therefore our quality of life it can only diminish from this point on and the best way to preserve that as i start off in this current stream here is to have something sound and true which is gold and gold and silver as an insurance policy against these notes right here so to counter the weaponization of this this is a legal contract between federal reserve and the government is to have something like this which is something that is in your possession no counterparty risk and it is like a sponge that absorbs all of these things that are coming and so this is just what's happening in the news this morning uh things that caught my attention worth your time and one last story here that i think you guys will find interesting it happens to be about what's happening closer to the border. And as I get my page set, I'll talk about it more. But it says Texas governor building a military base camp near border to deter invaders. And so this is from this weekend as well. But Abbott is out here uh, literally at this current moment deciding to do such things to get the media attention. But it says building a military base camp in the city of Eagle Pass. So Eagle Pass, as I mentioned, is, has been the focal point with that bridge and that small little bottle of gates right there is the focal point where from Eagle Pass all the way to the other side to the to the Gulf and all the other bordering states, you can just walk right through. So you can just walk through and not have any resistance. So why would you continue to go to Eagle Pass? It's it's, it's a distraction. Eagle Pass is just his attempt as a governor to make it appear that he's that knight in shining armor protecting his state. But then again, he could have done something years ago when he was reelected, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it says uh, the facility dubbed forward operating base Eagle will be an 80 acre, 80 acre complex along the banks of the Rio Grande and the house up to 1800 troops with the ability to expand at 2300. The governor ever said at a press conference. So once again, Another day of distractions and diversion tactics to keep people, uh, I guess, glued to the screen and keeping them attentive to what's going on. And this is what's happening in the Monday, Monday morning check in. <laughs> and uh, curious to get your thoughts on the shoes, Trump shoes, man. Who's going to cop them a pair? <laughs> They're going to be memorabilia and they might end up in a museum sometime in the future. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But uh, interesting. 
Uh, what else we got here? It says, after all the looting, they'll blame uh, Joe and try to get away with it. Yeah, man. Um, we're talking about rape here. No business for three years. Fine, $300 million. Uh, The shoes are edible. Uh, them shoes don't look like they would taste good, so I doubt they're edible. Uh, California City's melting down with crime. Gavin want more money to solve homelessness. Right. Good luck with that. Uh, Trump warp speed space farce. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think warp speed, if I'm not mistaken, it was introduced as a way to help speed up the, uh, the necessary actions for the health experimentation rollout. And so where it's at this current moment has been hush hush, but once he signed his name authorizing that particular extension of a branch of government, they're still working. And I remember seeing a talk and I've seen a, I think it was a 60 minute interview where the military. So it was the military collaboration between the military and um, another government entity. I think it's one of the agencies, three letter agencies. And they set up basically a, uh, they had monitors and they were tracking the logistics of all the different vials that went throughout the country. And clearly they know what everything good and bad went. And they know the ramifications and the disasters that kind that came about from that stuff. So they're tracking that more than likely. And all the 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 experimentation of things that were put in the vials, i.e., the Bluetooth stuff, you got, you know, the damage of the health stuff, you got all the other unknown things that we don't know what was in those vials. They're tracking that. So that company, the, that operation is still in full force and they're doing their thing according to what was Trump signed off on. And the fact that he's still out here downplaying the dangerous ramifications of people who participated in that stuff. Uh, yeah, let you know that, uh, yeah, he knows more than uh, he'll be willing to admit. But then again, because at this moment you only have two choices, him or Biden or Kamala or Gavin or whatever, he know that, you know, he'll get some slack. He'll be able to downplay some things, tell you what you want to hear during his next uh, little, uh, what you call them, the little rallies saying the same thing over and over again, pointing the blame at, the deep state never saying who they are what they are but then again you know that's that two-tier system that they want us to uh focus on but while all along there's higher ups that we'll never know about deliberately that are still controlling both sides of this narrative so anyway my good people this is what's happening for the monday morning check-in i hope everyone had a good chance connect good time connecting uh and connecting the chat uh definitely 100 theater I I agree. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, outside of continuing to just shine light on this stuff, exposing the devil as, as lies, hopefully people wake up, realize that it's a spiritual game and, and its core essence and begin praying against these forces that are, you know, portraying to be good as well as those that we know are bad and uh, putting the rest in the hands of the Lord and let him do what he got to do. And in the meantime, enjoy your life and and enjoy the, the gift of life as well as help others, you know, as best you can. So, all right, my good people, that's all she wrote for this Monday morning check-in. Curious to hear your thoughts on this type of format. Let me know in the chat. And uh, we will definitely, I'm going to try to do more of these and improve as I go along because I'm still a work in progress. Hopefully you guys enjoy the beginning with the daily devotional. That's something I want to definitely incorporate. Hopefully that got you started in a good direction this morning. Go make it, go be great. Go make a good morning for yourselves. And I'll catch you guys later. Peace.